Hi, this is Aaron Orlando reporting for RebelStokeMountaineer.com and the RebelStoke Mountaineer podcast on SoundCloud. I'm joined on the phone by Columbia River RebelStoke uh, MLA Dove Clovechalk, and we're here to talk today about the Mountain Caribou Recovery Plan issue. On Monday, April 15th, the, the provincial government's going to be hosting an information session at the RebelStoke Community Centre. So I'm uh, going to talk to Doug a little bit about the plan and uh, get his uh, thoughts on it. So Doug, thanks for joining joining me today. Well, it's always great, uh, Aaron, and uh, and hope you're having a great day, and uh, looking forward to being in Revelstoke on Sunday. So Great. I uh, always enjoy coming to Revelstoke. It's a great place. Great. All right, Doug, so basic question. What's your take on the plan as, as it's been uh, revealed uh, on the engagement website and the, the road shows that have been happening uh, mostly in the north so far that's going to be coming uh, to Revelstoke on Monday? Well, I think it's really important to, to start off, uh, Aaron, and just, uh, you know, make sure we underscore the fact that we're dealing with a species of animals that's iconic in Canada, and and, uh, and they're a species at risk. So it's very important that uh, we're all kind of pulling in the same direction and on the same page on this and trying to find solutions together. And, and um, I think with the current process that I've been able to witness thus far, and We'll certainly see what happens on Monday night in Revelstoke, but if you look at Chetwin or in uh, Prince George or in Williams Lake or anywhere else where these uh, consultations have occurred, I think the underlying theme right now is that after a year of, of, of process that the uh, current government uh, and the federal government have been going through uh, have been kind of uh, behind the scenes, not too transparent, and people are not happy about that. And So I think that uh, that's, that's definitely an issue. And that's what I've been hearing uh, throughout our riding in any event. I mean, people are very concerned about the caribou, as, as am I. Um, but it's the lack of transparency and the, uh, the lack of engagement, I guess, where the public really hasn't had a lot of uh, input in, into what's, uh, what's been done or said. And now this incredibly expedited process uh, that will be basically four and a half weeks. So I think that's the theme that I'm hearing from people right now. And, and uh, as you know, there's a lot of frustration and anger uh, because of that. Mm-hmm. What about for a community like Revelstoke that is dependent on forestry, it's dependent on uh, backcountry recreation industry and is also heavily involved in just backcountry recreation as a lifestyle? What is your read on what the implications of this plan are for, a, for Revelstoke? Well, as the plan sits now, obviously we don't know exactly what that plan is because it hasn't been finalized, and, and uh, the process tells us that uh, people uh, and their voices will have some input into it, so we're, we're going to wait and see. And I, Aaron, I really hope that that's the case. You know, there's lots of folks that are saying that uh, this is a foregone conclusion. I really hope it's not, but uh, uh, as far as Revelstoke goes, you're absolutely correct. I mean, it's an incredibly engaged and active community, and, and in all sorts, whether, whether it's... Uh, you know, and, and, you know, volunteers building biking access or, or heli drop biking or building trails or, you know, the motorized vehicle uh, business uh, and, of course, the, 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 the logging business. So if you look at um, what could potentially happen here, and right now we're dealing, dealing in potentials, but it is concerning, um, you could see massive uh, of, of job losses invo- involved in this. Um, you could see uh, uh, downturn in, in economics. Um, if you look at uh, the peace area, for as an, as an example, as a benchmark, uh, the government has even said there's potentially uh, about 500 jobs being lost if, if everything goes the way they're, 
they're planning on doing that. So for Revelstoke, it's a big concern. It's a huge concern. And I know that I've spoken with, uh, to, to our offices at the, for, from the chamber, from the snowmobiling group. I've been working on this file now, Aaron, for over a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to deal with it, uh, one of the frustrations that uh, I've, I've seen, um, and I, I brought this up to the minister uh, directly, you know, face-to-face in estimates, was the lack of consultation with First Nations. Um, in our area, for example, the Shushwap Indian Band that's located in Invermere, the Revelstoke is in their traditional territory, and yet no consultation has been done, not even a phone call to the chief uh, of uh, Chief Barb Cote. So that's very concerning. So overall, I think Revelstokians, uh, if you look at the community of Revelstoke, you've got such a wide variety of interests and skills and abilities, yet uh, there's been real no uh, input or asking for input except for a three-hour meeting that's coming up on Monday um, from people. I mean, there's locals that have lived there for, you know, 50, 60 years that know the bush like the back of their hand, and and uh, biking groups that uh, know about uh, the Caribou Territory, and the list goes on and on and on. So I think it's a big concern for Revelstoke, because it's a big concern for our, our entire riding, because down here in the South Country, uh, there's the Caribou issue too, and of course Golden as well. So I think for Revelstoke, it has the potential of really having a very negative impact uh, and what I've been encouraging the government to do from my position in Victoria is just to put on the brakes, slow down. Let's, let's, we got to get this right. So let's take some time and figure this out together. Let's go to the locals. Let's go to, and do some in-depth discussions with locals and, uh, and do some studies, do some impact studies on this. But I, I don't see that coming in the f- future. And, it, and for me as the MLA, it's very concerning. Mm-hmm. Now, the political dynamic that's happening here is under Section 80 of the Species at Risk Act, the federal government, the federal species Species at Risk Act has been, you know, petition challenged on this. And, and this entire process, ha, ha, the most recent iteration of the process of the, that led to the Section 11 agreement comes from federal pressure. And the concern is that if this plan is not good enough or the government's concern is that if they don't come up with a plan, there will be unilateral intervention intervention on this file from the federal government. Um, Now, regarding the consultation, one of the questions that I've had a difficult time finding an answer to is just why not slow it down by a month or two months? What have you heard in your conversations in Victoria about why that is not happening? Well, you know, like, like yourself, Aaron, and good for you for asking that question, because it's an important question. We're all asking that same question, and with, with very few, uh, if, if none at all, answers. Um, there's no reason why. I mean, this isn't a new issue. Uh, it's, it's certainly a pressing issue. It's been an issue, that, you know, for, for the last uh, 30 years, really, when you look at it. So my question to the federal government, if I ever had the opportunity to speak face-to-face with the federal government, is what's your hurry? Why, why, are you, why are you speeding this up? I mean, the only thing that on my horizon, you don't want to make this political, but things are political. There's a federal election coming up in the fall. So, you know, my, my concern is, is that, that local people are not being given input into something that will have a significant and, and potentially disastrous impact on their lives. And uh, it's, it's something that's very serious, and I don't see that and I, again, I haven't had the opportunity to speak with the federal minister, so I'm just guessing. But uh, it, uh, th- there doesn't seem to be any real understanding of why there's such a rush on this, given it's been in the making for so many years. And I think, Aaron, too, it begs the question, is that it's just not about you know gunning more wolves or, 
or stopping logging or whatever. I think we need a comprehensive wildlife management plan. And, and it certainly isn't the fault of, you know, this goes back to the 50s. It's not the fault of the Social Credit Party. It's not the fault of the BC NDP. It's not the fault of the BC Liberals. Collectively, there has been no real effort made since the 50s to put wildlife at the front and the forefront of, of our policy decisions. And we need to start to do that. And we also need to, in my humble opinion, get wildlife management like the Freshwater Fish Society out of government and accountable to government. But those are things that these are kinds of questions and, and, and discussions we all should be having, federal, provincial, municipal, uh, and, and just general public uh, in, in, in general, and have those discussions. Uh, but this rush to an to a uncertain end, I, I think it's going to end up in disaster. And, and uh, I think what you're starting to see now our people's voices are becoming very, very loud, is that you need government to slow down and talk to us. And that's where I'm coming from, because as the MLA for Columbia River Revelstoke, I represent people, and this is our offices have been lit up with these calls saying, Doug, tell these people to slow down. Tell them to stop. We need some time to deal with this. And I'm not going to go quietly into the night without voicing those opinions. So that's kind of, I think, where, where it's at. So I guess that's a, that's a long-winded question uh, or answer to your question, Aaron. There is no real understanding of why there is such a rush, especially on the federal government's perspective. Mm -hmm. And in terms of slowing down the process, um, are you talking about spending, you know, a few more months uh, to get uh, better consultation going? Because one of the criticisms that uh, the previous uh, Liberal government, and you're a member of that party, faced was that it was, you know, study and not a lot of action. And one of the questions I've been asking uh, stakeholders, because we, we engage in the caribou-related uh, stories, uh, you know, for the past 10 or more years here from time to time, is, is the federal government uh, going to step in and get involved? That was always the fear. And in fact, the Section 80 challenges, um, some of them were done uh, when uh, the BC Liberals were still in power. Some of them came uh, just after. And that is arguably why we're in the situation of the Section 11 situation is because action wasn't taken. Um, and so the argument is we need to take action, uh, take aside, take out the part of, you know, the actual consultation period on this one that something needs to be done. Well, you know, consultation isn't a bad thing. And, and I, I guess I would push back on any of that uh, that uh, theory that, uh, you know, under the VC Liberals, uh, we, we uh, you know, as, they, as the federal government said, uh, you know, kick the can down the road. Well, that's not the case at all. I mean, you know, since, you know, and, uh, just trying to re remember some of the facts, but since, you know, uh, I think around two th 2001, uh, more than 2.3 million hectares of land were added to the provincial protected area systems, um, the VC Liberal government did a lot around caribou protection. So anybody who says that, you know, we, we ragged the puck or we didn't do anything is, is just completely misunderrepresented under, when they talk about it, that. And I'm certainly happy to talk to anybody who wants that, and I'll show them the statistics and the data. And I don't know why it's bad. I mean, so if the federal government is going to step in, maybe they should have stepped in sooner. I don't know. But we need um, a more comprehensive approach. And now maybe we've got the attention, Aaron, and I don't want to point fingers. I, I think uh, we, we, as the B.C. Liberal Party, when we were in government, we we did we did a lot, but maybe we didn't uh, we didn't uh, you know we we didn't get the, the 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 puck in the net. But now's the opportunity to do that. And you know some of these herds are growing, so let's take time, step back, 
and let's take the time to really understand what it is and get everybody, whether it's the logging industry, the tourism industry, you know, the, the, the local knowledge, the trappers, the hunters, the guides, the recreators, the hikers, the bikers, all of those people who have represent, representation in, in the Revelstoke community, let's have that voice heard because there's local knowledge that can help push this forward. And, and um, so I, I don't want to point fingers at anybody, and I'm certainly not pointing at, uh, at, at the NDP, but they need to slow this down. And that's not my opinion. That's the opinion of people who are calling my office, and those are the people that I represent. Okay, Doug. So, Sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. Yeah. So one last question. You know, a lot of I think quite a few people are sort of getting a crash course uh, on this uh, particular phase of uh, or chapter of the the ongoing caribou story. When you're hearing from constituents who have concerns, what are you? What actions are you recommending that they take? Well, I, I think what you're starting to see, and and, and that, that's a great question, Aaron. It really is, because like, what's next? What's next? I think you're starting to see the evolution of what's next. There was, you know, a petition of over 33,000 people submitted to the to the uh, government in Victoria this 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 week. Um, I've presented a petition uh, from Revelstokians, uh, over 1,400 and growing, uh, to the minister of uh, Flinrod um, earlier uh, uh, last uh, two two months ago. So I think you're starting to see this this vocal uprising of people saying, you know what. We didn't really know this, we didn't understand it, and now it's kind of being shoved down our throat, and we don't want this to happen. So what's next? I think you're going to see more and more people, and I'm really excited to see the, uh, the uh, meeting come to Revelstoke. I, I worked really hard with the Minister in Estimates, and I know that uh, uh, Mayor and Council were not going to be given the opportunity to speak directly to the bureaucrats uh, that are in charge of this consultation. They did so yesterday. I lobbied for that, and we got that, and that's really, really important. And I'm hoping, and I shared that with the uh, ministry staff yesterday, that they're going to pick up the phone and, and, and call the Shushwap Band and have that conversation with them as well. So I think you're starting to see a groundswell, Aaron, uh, of people saying, okay, we're, we're, we're starting to understand this a little bit more now, and you need to slow down. We want to protect caribou, but we also want to make sure it's a balanced approach and that's what we've got to fight for together. And, and Monday, Monday's event, I think, is, is, a, is a step towards that. And I hope that this government and the federal government, too, because we can't forget them as well, are going to be listening to this and say, OK, we get it. The herd numbers are the way they are right now. It doesn't have to be tomorrow when this decision is made. But let's start moving towards this in a more expedited, to your point earlier, more of an expedited process here. We don't want to be consulting forever. But let's do it together now that we've got the focused attention of people. So that's, I'm excited by that if this government allows that to happen. Mm -hmm. All right. Doug Klopchak is the MLA for Columbia River Revelstoke. And we've been talking about the ongoing uh, consultation process on the provincial, provincial federal Section 11 agreement. Uh, the open house is coming to Revelstoke on Monday, April 15th uh, from 530 to 930 at the Revelstoke Community Centre. Uh, Doug, thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. It's an absolute pleasure, Aaron, anytime.